This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Insiders wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the 76ers Insiders Podcast. I'm Matt Murphy, and on this episode, Lauren Rosen and I sit down with new Sixer Jalen McDaniels, who was acquired from Charlotte at the trade deadline, where in Charlotte he was averaging over 10 points per game, career highs across the board. We talk about when he found out about the trade, where he was, that whole process, discuss first impressions of his new Sixers teammates, and a whole lot more. So here we go. Jalen McDaniels, welcome to Philadelphia and welcome to the podcast. Thank you all for having me. You know, it feels good to be here. We are happy to have you here. This is the first question that I know we already asked in media, but I'm hoping maybe you can give us a little more background. Logistically, I'm always very curious about how Mm -hmm. trades work. So we know you were on the road, maybe at practice or whatever, but can you sort of take us through like Mm -hmm. step by step what exactly happens when one gets traded and finds out? Um, So pretty much we're on a two game road trips so or like four days uh where did we go first like where did, maybe we went somewhere first and then we <laughs> ended up in boston to play boston and uh the trade deadline is like the next day so the day before i wake up and we have shoot around which is the next day and everything was cool you know uh like in the past like my agent was telling me like your name is going to be in trade talks or whatever and i was like okay so boom now it's trade deadline day mass shoot around just chilling like everything felt normal i guess um was watching film yeah like everything was normal i didn't get no like weird vibes like if i'm gonna get traded or anything like that and i didn't even think i was because like the hornets we just never like really made any trades since i've been there so i was like all right maybe i'm just gonna be here so after shoot around get on the bus my agents like call me so I'm like, oh, maybe he just wants – I honestly didn't think I was going to get traded. So I'm like, all right, so he's probably going to talk about, like, we're talk, having a conversation about with the team and future and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, it's probably about that. So he's like, oh, well – he's like – I call him. I'm like, bro, what's up? He's like, uh, like, bro, you're going to Philly. Like, I'm like, like, wait. Like, I was, like, so confused. I didn't even know how to answer him. Like, for real? Like, right now? He's like, yeah, bro, like, you're not playing t- tonight. Like, you're going to Philly. They want you there tonight or I end up uh, getting here the next morning I was like okay like it was just a lot going on like my teammates like they seen it on Twitter so they're looking back at me and I'm on the phone and I'm like <laughs> I'm really going to Philly now because everybody's looking at me like Jay you see this I'm like oh wow like I'm really traded like I'm on another team so th- then after that yeah got off the bus said bye uh yeah I, then I had the talk to a lot of people after that the so. bus was on the move while you were yeah finding the bus out? was on the move okay. like i'm on the way back to the hotel so my <laughs> agents like call me but like i'm on the bus so i'm like i can't really talk like i'm over here trying to like sink it down in my seat because like i'm like trying to be low-key <laughs> and so your I'm, teammates like, are scrolling twitter yeah scrolling twitter <laughs> and they're like what they're like they're saying my name they're like jay like Jalen, you're, you're getting traded i'm like what then five seconds later the agent tells me I'm like all right yeah it's such an interesting disruption because for people that don't know, like being on the road, it's sort of like Groundhog Day. Like mm-hmm. you wake up in a different city every day. Like you just right. said, you don't even remember what city yeah, you're in, but you do the same routine, right? You mm-hmm. wake up, you eat breakfast, you go to shoot around, you come yeah. back, you take your nap, you do whatever. It's like the same thing every day. Yeah. And so I feel like it must have been really interesting to wake up thinking you were going to have a normal day yeah. and then your life just, just like changed. 
like, yeah, I don't even think I went to eat breakfast that day. Like, I didn't even go to the team. It was, like, kind of weird after that. Like, it wasn't weird, but it's just like, uh, can I still go to the, the – the, the get food, you know, then got kicked can out the you? chat. Can you go get food? I mean, I don't know. I didn't go. I was like, maybe <laughs> I don't I gotta know. I got to jump in here. Yeah. Kicked out of the group chat no. pretty, pretty quick. <laughs> no, nah, not like – I don't want to say it sound bad. But, uh, yeah. I did. That's, that's how it works, though. And, and then you got, but, but then you got added to a new group chat. Yeah. So like, keep, keep, give us the rest of the thread of what happens next. Um, pretty. Oh wow, that's. <laughs> so I get, what happens? Oh, I'm chilling. Honestly, it was some funny stuff going on in the group chat, and I responded. I'm, I responded like laughing. Next thing you know, it just says you left the chat. I'm like, oh yeah, it's real. <laughs> like, damn, like, I didn't remove myself. I just got removed. Like I was in mid conversation, but it's all good. Brutal. So <laughs> yeah. okay, wait, but then continue filling in the timeline though. So you're in the hotel. You're obviously not going to get on the bus to go yeah. to the Hornets game. Mm-hmm. You're going to make plans to come to Philly. And then yeah. at what point do you get added to the Sixers group chat? Uh, literally. So next morning I wake up. I think we got a game. I get a text like shoot around this time at the Camden. I'm like. What is that? Like the can? I don't even know where that is. I never heard of that. So I got here, um, and KJ, uh, he met me, and then like we did like physicals, and yeah, talked to Doc, just met everyone, and then yeah, that was pretty much the transition. Yes, Jalen, welcome to the Sixers. Welcome to the Seventy Sixers Insiders Podcast from my seat over here. Yes, sir. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about your younger brother, Jaden, of the Minnesota Timberwolves. But when it comes to the reaction to the trade, mm-hmm. what did your brother, Jaden, what did he think about you joining the Sixers? He was just like, bro, that's crazy. Like, you, we always talked about, like, you want to be on a winning team, like, playoffs, like, being able to win a championship and stuff like that. So he was like, bro, you really over there with, like, them guys. Like, it's your time now, like, to add your value to the game and stuff like that. So – a lot of people were excited for me, just happy like that he finally got an opportunity like to be on a better team, stuff like that. What stands out to you about this roster? Uh, it's just vets, like real vets, like dudes like I played 2K with when I was younger, like literally like looked up to them, like I'm with them at like in the locker room, like it's kind of crazy. So who did you play as? Like James, OKC, when I left hand, like dunks, Joe, like Tobias. PJ. Well, it's interesting that you say that because Shake grew up in Oklahoma mm-hmm. and played as James in 2K. Yeah, see? Like, what what is that like to to sort of have those first interactions? And I imagine from a confidence perspective, like at a certain point, you have to like pull your own seat up at mm-hmm. the table, right? And like yeah. be right there with him. What yeah. are those internal conversations like to figure out how to turn someone that you idolized into a peer? It's just like, honestly, for me, it's more like just gaining my respect, like on the court, like. Uh, like, I'm really, I really, I talk, but I don't really talk a lot, so it's just like, I'm not gonna, like, go up to God, like, I'm not trying to sound weird, but, like, trying to, like, create a lot of conversation, like, that's just, like, not me, I guess, but, like, on the bas- on the court, like, I feel like that would give me, get me comfortable to get to that, so, like, just, or, I guess, gaining my respect on the court, then talking to guys, like, they see how I can play, uh, and just getting comfortable with each other that way instead of, like, it's like, oh, just – I know how it goes. Guys don't want to be talking, like, all the time. I know how it goes, you know, so I'm Well, like, it's also this part of the season, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, people are trying to get to the break, and, mm-hmm. like, I get it. And it's cool to, to want to earn your respect yeah. and sort of build a relationship that yeah. way. Like, I haven't thought about it like that before. A good point about the All-Star break, though, mm-hmm. that'll allow you to maybe ease the transition a bit mm-hmm. more with some time off. 
yeah, coming definitely. up. Hopefully you can get some logistical things yeah, done during I that know. time. So that's what I'm, yeah, not really a break, but kind of got to take care of a lot of stuff. Coming into Philly now, um, for context, for people that are listening, we're recording this the morning after the first time you played in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. What was it like to play in front of those fans? Not for the first time, but yeah. for the first time as your fans. Um, when I was subbing in, they're like home debut. Like I never, like never heard people cheer that loud for me, like ever. So it was kind of like crazy. I'm like, okay, like, or right, I'm wanted. Okay, so. And it was sold out. Like, it's a big arena. Everyone's there every night. You never know what stars you're going to see. Like, it's just like a vibe here. Like, you're in Philly. Like, it's, you're on a big stage, I would say. And then on the court, mm-hmm. um, it was cool to see your first bucket as a sixer came from Tyrese. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks a lot. He's one of the fastest guys, not just on this yeah. team, but in the league. He was talking about your speed and, and developing yeah. quicker chemistry with you. Uh-huh. What's it been like to play with him? Uh, You know, I feel like. Me, I can just play off guys, you know. Uh, Tyrese, he gets buckets. Like, he does everything. He plays D, you know. He's going to play hard and a lot of energy. So, me just feeding off him and um, I say me and him being in actions together, you know, we can complement each other uh, with our speed and just quickness, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. With the Hornets this season, mm-hmm. you were averaging career highs in nearly all statistical categories after a few seasons there where do you think that you improved the most as a player uh, I would say just like all around just my all-around game like being more comfortable out there uh, offensively coming off screens getting to my spots and like taking the shots that I know I can make that I worked on so it's just like having that confidence from from working so hard on these things so not only were you averaging career highs, you had a career high 26 against the Celtics, which yeah. is pretty recent at this point. Shot nine of 15, five for seven from three, made all three of your free throws. How did that game feel? Uh, it was it was a great game. It's like I didn't even have no plays called for me or nothing like that. I was just out there playing and like honestly, uh, I was getting a lot of shots and I was just I was hitting my shots honestly, and I'm capable of make I'm capable of doing that a lot. So. The ball swings a lot here, so you know it's gonna be a lot of that, a lot of, a lot of uh, open shots for me, a lot of uh, cuts, and there's a lot of ways for me to score. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned being able to score without having plays drawn up mm-hmm. for you, and that's actually something that Doc shared with the general media mm-hmm. after you guys met. That that's something that you're comfortable with, and obviously mm-hmm. when you play on a team that has two MVP caliber players, yeah. multiple all stars, the veterans that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. Doc sort of said like, yeah, you're not gonna really have yeah. plays drawn up for you, but the fact that you're comfortable playing in that environment is something that really yeah. impressed him. And then after you played for the first time um, in Brooklyn, his takeaway—I don't know if you heard this yet—but his takeaway was immediately he said, "Oh, Jalen's gonna be so helpful for mm-hmm. us." What does it feel like to know that your new head coach only needed to see you play for a few minutes to understand that, that you're going to be a, a helpful piece here? Um, you know, it feels good to see, like, Doc Rivers, like a GOAT. Like, he really knows the game. So, like, to, to get that praise, like, yeah, it honestly it just makes you want to just go harder. Like, coach believes in me. I just got here. Like, he just – he's seen a small sample size, so it's like – with that confidence that he gives me, I just got to – I feel like it's only right that I bring the energy every night, like, uh, and on the defensive side, just bring that energy. A lot of people have asked how you've adjusted offensively or how you've adjusted to defense and, like, play calls and stuff like that. But I think, like, it's not necessarily going up to your teammates and yeah. directly asking them things. It's mm-hmm. kind of just like once the ball goes up, you're just in it, yeah. right? And there's a lot of stuff that's similar between a lot of the teams yeah. in the league. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I said, yeah, a lot of stuff is similar. It's just like different terminology, honestly, like the words. So me getting that down uh, defensively was easy, honestly, but offensively it's a whole nother story. It's just a lot of plays, a lot of, yeah, a lot of variations, but it's like all the same stuff, just different words. Like I'm going to get it, so I'm going to be good, but like. It's like learning yeah. to speak a new language. Literally. Like, no, it's like learning to speak a new language but like you know it but you don't because you don't you're familiar with the yeah, concepts like, but you don't know how to articulate like, yeah, them. Oh, facts, yeah. facts, facts, facts. Just like, like words it would be like words meaning something else in well it's different. interesting even watching like as i sort of piece things together as someone that never played i'll under i'll watch the action and then i'll hear what it's called and then in my head i'll be like okay that was called something else last year and yeah, i can but, imagine that mm-hmm. that's the same thing for you is like you, they're using a certain piece of jargon to describe something that you know how to do mm. but you don't know that they correlate to each other right exactly yeah so. but eventually like you have to imagine that the more times you hear it this way and then do yeah. it this way you'll be able to figure it out and we talked about the break coming up you talked about being really excited mm. to participate on a playoff team mm-hmm. what do you anticipate about the stretch run and, and competing to try to be the last team standing um i've never been to the playoffs so honestly i'm just anticipating what i hear like the atmosphere is crazy every play matters like it's real out there like it's real physical like it's like do or die so i'm ready for that it seems everybody says it's so fun like get the wins like it means a lot more so I'm if excited. you loved the energy last night you're gonna love the energy yeah the i know it's gonna be even like wow yeah. so yeah even more defense because this year there's been all these record scoring mm. games and 20 point games and 30 point games. Everybody locks down come yeah, come playoff time, right? So three plus seasons into your NBA career, looking back, when you got picked in 2019, number 52 overall, what was draft night like? Man, draft night. Honestly, draft night. Like if I had the NBA workouts, a few teams said they're going to take me at certain numbers, stuff like that, whatever. So draft night, yeah. Draft night was kind of weak. It wasn't weak, but it was just like <laughs> I didn't know nothing. Like I don't know what. Like I'm just like here, just waiting, watching everybody get picked. Like I don't even know when I'm gonna get picked. So uh, team said they were gonna pick me, so I kind of like pick somebody else. So I'm like, oh damn, I'm definitely not getting drafted now. Like I don't have no idea. So and you started on a two way, right? Two way contract? Nah, I or, don't even know. Like they honestly, I'm about to explain right now. So, (laughs) when I got drafted, like, okay, so, boom. I didn't really have a good summer league. So, yeah, that was rule number number one. I didn't have a good summer league. So, it's like they were kind of like, oh, we're we're offering him, like, straight G League contract type of stuff like that. So, like, my agent, we wasn't really going for that. I know I could play in the NBA. We knew, like, my skill set. I just had, like, bad – not really bad performance. I didn't really get the showcase, like, you know. So – Pretty much, like, I guess we made, like, a deal. Like, uh, I go to Charlotte, work out. They see how I play, I guess, with the players, stuff like that. Um, during training camp, like, they started to see that, like, okay, he could, he actually could play the game. Like, he actually is good. He got game. He knows how to play. So, uh, from the summer to a training camp, I was just in Charlotte from, like, July to, like, from July to the season ending for real. So, from July, I was playing with them, just trying to make a name for myself uh, out there. And then Mitch, uh, yeah, he put me through everything. And then, like, he rewarded me, like, he, uh, by giving me a contract to sign, you know, by being on the team fully. So, yeah. 
It's interesting that you talked about not really having obviously had much of an opportunity to get to know your teammates yet, Mm. but the story you just told mirrors a lot of your new teammates. And the pick number, too. So you look around here, Shake Milton was picked in the 50s. Paul Reed was picked in the 50s. Apologies if I left anyone out, but it's a similar I mean, even the vets, though, like PJ had to work his way in. Tyrese obviously didn't wasn't picked in the 50s but he slipped so yeah. like there's um there are a lot of guys on this team that know what it was like to have to really like claw their way yeah. into these lineups and into right. these opportunities so hopefully you'll find ways to connect with them yeah. in Definitely. the weeks and months can ahead. we talk about growing up in federal way mm-hmm. washington what was that like federal way um you know <laughs> south way of is, seattle yes the, it's like 20 25 minutes away uh Yes, Federal Way was a. I mean, it was cool growing up. Uh, it really wasn't too much going on. I don't good think. basketball team. Good high basketball, school. yeah. High school. Your brother, yeah. undefeated state champs. Undefeated, yeah. Well, first I went to a school called Todd Beamer. It was also in Federal Way. It was like down the street. Them and Federal Way was like rivals, but I wasn't really playing at Todd Beamer. Like it was some weird. So I transferred to Federal Way, and then I started playing. Um, my brother came along. We played for like a year together. Uh, and then yeah, twenty nine and zero one year, one state back to back, and then yeah, was on my way to San Diego State after that. So I've sort of like this thread of like you not really knowing your teammates yet, getting you know who else? George. George also like yeah. clawed his way through the G I League. Like, this crazy is I seen George in like twenty nineteen at P three like working out. And I'm like, who? Like, I didn't know he who. Like, I'm not. No, nah, I don't even want to say this. <laughs> That's so mean. It. No, no, no. It's okay. He'll think it's funny. You You're good. I'm like, so we're doing yoga. Like, I didn't even know. Like, it was just all hoopers there. But I didn't know, like, he hooped or nothing. Like, And just for people who don't know, P3 is? P3 is, like, a performance center. Like, I guess supposed Where? to be, like. In Santa Barbara. We're uh, in the off season, like guys from different teams will go. Yeah, go there, there, work so out. So you remember seeing your now teammate, George Niang. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 2019. I'm like, wait. I'm like, who? I, I didn't know who he bro was. I'm not going to lie. I'm just like, damn, what the? So I'm like, 2019, after 2019, I get drafted, have a game in Utah one day. And I, I'm like, he is, George is like hitting like three, he had like three threes. I'm like, wait, that's dude from P3. Like, no way. I had no idea he was like in the league, like, and he's playing like, so I'm like, damn, like, this is crazy, like. I just didn't expect it. Like, I'm just saying. Does I he know that this happened? Yeah, I told him, like, a okay, couple good. days ago. I'm like, bro, I'm like, you probably don't even remember, but I was at P3 with you, and, like, he was like, word? I was like, yes, bro. Like, we was in doing yoga together. Like, really, like, I remember, like, vividly. Like, so it was crazy. Amazing. From summer workouts to teammates, I hope you get to have more of those connections with your teammates as we go along. Mm-hmm. It's been so nice to watch you Appreciate these first couple of games. Thank you for sharing your story with us today. And we're excited for the future with you. Me too. Thank you all for yeah, having me. Yeah, Jalen, welcome to Philadelphia. It's great to have you. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Love to be here.